You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, Thanksgiving week as we wrap up. Well, not wrap up. I guess we are doing a podcast tomorrow because tomorrow is really Friday for us. Yeah, but I, I'm going to count it as a Wednesday. I'm going to give the people a fresh podcast tomorrow, Jerry. So you're going to give them the third one for the weekend rather than That's say, right. screw it, I've got to get down to Tom's River. That's correct. Early. Well, I don't I go to you. Tom's River. I go to a much I'm sorry, more seaside. I'm sorry. place, uh, Spring Lake. Lava Lake. Uh, much All right, I wasn't going to say where, but okay. Oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, we'll You probably, want people to find you probably, on the boardwalk? Probably edit this out. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll be on the boardwalk. Um, I tell you, my girlfriend thinks uh, she sees, I did tell yes. you this on the podcast, yes. right? Many she times. thinks she sees famous people all the time down By there. Way, she might. I don't think so. You don't know. Maybe Eisenhower's walking by. You Dwight? Know. Sure. The former president? Ike. Well, he's got to be dead. Oh, well. But maybe she thinks she sees him. Like his ghost. Yes. Walking the boardwalk. dead people. Yes. You never know. You do never know. Jerry, uh, you're not a big selfie picture taker, are you? Uh, I will take those with my kids. Selfies, like where mostly, you hold the phone up. Yes, mostly the six-year-old, uh, my son, because he likes doing that. So I will with those sometimes. I did take one funny story, and then we'll get to your selfie story. We were in uh, Orlando this summer, as always. We were in Tampa for much of the week, but we went to Orlando for a couple of days, and we were at, I don't even know what the hell it's called anymore. It used to be Disney Village. And we stopped. I bought one. I bought a big-ass margarita. It was like $14, and it was awesome. So I get the margarita. They're sitting down. I'm like, you know what? This looks like a nice little spot for a quick picture. Let me just snap it. Guys, don't move. Smile. You're not being, you know, murdered. Just smile. And I try to make them laugh. And I got a great picture. It's your kids and the margarita? I had the margarita, although I put it down for the picture. And then I put my arm up and I snapped the picture. And it's a good picture. And so I'm looking at the picture moments later. And I notice two jackasses in the background photobombing the little family shot that I took. Ha <laughs> Now, I had already downed half the margarita, which went to my head quickly. I said to my wife, hold this. I'm going to go find them. So I run after them. I forget their names. James and Cassie, I How think, are their names. They? Early 20s, mid-20s. All right. So I run after them. I tap them on the shoulder. I say, hey, guys, great job with the photo. I want to try and zoom it in. I need to know your names, though, so when I post it on social media, I can let people know who photobombed my family photo. They turned pale. Oh, they got caught. And then and then I got this, uh, I'm James. And then she's like, Cassie, sorry. I'm like, no, you guys have a great day. They turn around, and you could see they were so embarrassed. It was awesome. They were a couple? So, 
Uh, yeah, there were a couple. I can show you the picture, actually, because I still have it on my phone. I, fo- I photocop-bombed a couple at uh, the Willie Nelson concert over the summer at so the you, Stone so you Pony. The yeah, I was being a jackass. But again, I also had, um, I had like a vodka in me, probably. Right. And well, I that's thought, what well, happens, this will be hilarious. I, I do think that happens too many times. So that's my selfie story. Well, the story I have, Jerry, is uh, this was uh, done by researchers at Carnegie Mellon University. That's like a real place. Is it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Carnegie okay. Mellon. I wouldn't know. I'm going to take your word for it. It's also uh, very refreshing in the summer. Have yourself very refreshing. Some Carnegie Mellon. Oh, yeah. Uh, they uh, were looking at selfie-related deaths, and they are, quite frankly, Jerry, on the steady incline. Lots so? more people are dying taking selfies. In 2014, there were 15 selfie-related deaths, uh, and now in uh, up through September of this year, 73 related selfie deaths. I mean, are people standing in the street and doing this? People are taking their selfies near sharks, near alligators. Oh, that's a different issue. Uh, close to mountaintops. So it says that the most dangerous place for taking selfies is India. There have been 76 Selfie-related deaths there. There are certain sections now of India that are, quote, no selfie zones. No <laughs> people, Come on. People fall off buildings trying to take selfies, mountaintops. Water-related causes are also common, deadly selfie spots. And while women take more selfies than men, Jerry, males account for more selfie deaths. Because they tend to do it in more dangerous places. Well, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. I took a picture once on a golf course with my brother where there was an alligator, an alligator, probably, actually several of them, probably 50 yards away. And I told him, just chill out for one second. I got to take this picture. There weren't near him. And so he's looking over his shoulder. I'm like, trust me, if they move, I'll let you know. They're not right behind you. It's one of the cooler pictures I have of him. And I still have it hanging on the refrigerator at home. Anyone photobomb your alligator photo? No, nobody photobombed that. But I could see how you could be dumb enough to think. Like to get closer to the alligator, crouch down, and then try to take the picture. Right. I could totally see that. The article that I've printed out, Jerry, there's a picture of a man with a uh, large shark right behind him. Oh, you're you're walking over here to show me this alligator photo? Oh, there's the photobombers. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. The guy's in a teal tank top. Not a great look. No, he looks horrendous. Yeah, horrendous. He looks like he's from 1983. Now zoom out so I could see your lovely family photo to see how these people ruined it. Yeah, they ruined your photo. It's a good picture of your family. Weird one of you because you're leaned in. Normally the person that's doing the selfie taking, they're in an awkward spot. Correct. Because they're bent funny or that sort of thing. Right, and you have long arms and you want to make sure you get in the shot. There are several of them. Sometimes I'll take it and I'm not even in the picture. Do you use the, like when I take selfies now, Jerry, I'll use the timer on the phone, the three-second timer. I didn't even know there was So one. then you hit the button and hold it up and you can focus I better. I honestly had no Yo, idea. You got to get you got to get in on I that. I always did and just cuz for me it's you touch the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't have a picture button to hit anywhere on the screen will take the picture. And um so I always do that and I'll take a couple of them one time and I didn't realize this. I took my kids to the driving range. I didn't know if you held the the screen down. It's like a burst. Yes. So I have totally on accident. I have both of my sons swings 
from the ready position all the way through the follow-through, and it looks awesome. Yeah, I had no idea I even did it. Then you just have to thumb through 1,000 photos that get past it. It is several, yeah. Burst mode. Uh, I'm going to stick to uh, phone-related things since you have your phone out and we're talking about things. Uh, you know, most people complain about the battery life of their phones sure. being terrible. Sure. Like, yeah, I've heard you uh, bitching and complaining about it. My last phone it, was, my last phone, every four hours I had to plug it in. It this terrible. is great. This is much better. Yeah. Uh, they say that the Facebook app is the biggest battery drainer. Oh, yeah? That it sucks a lot of energy from your phone. It's a good thing I got rid of it. Yeah. So you don't have Facebook, so that's probably why your phone is better. They have a workaround, though, for it, Jerry, if people are really needing to get on their Facebook. They say if you just go through the Google Chrome and just go to Facebook as a website instead of using the app, then it doesn't suck the life out of your battery. Dude, Google Chrome, Google rocks. Google's the best. I agree. I agree. I, 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 so my wife has the iPhone and my son has the iPod and they complain about stuff all the time. My phone is great. I have an iPhone. I have no problems. That sucks. It sucks that I don't have problems, or it sucks you've heard, and uh, eventually I'll if probably you, get them. You are the type of person that stays on top of these I things. I do. Okay? My wife is not, and my son sometimes is, but if he puts the phone down, or the iPod down, excuse me, for four or five or six days, and something needs an update, and it's a pain in the ass. You are very good with this stuff. That's true. Most people struggle, and God for effing bid, you have a problem with your password. And you've got to get on the phone with Apple? Oh, shoot me. I mean, it's the worst. My girlfriend has broken her screen. I'm not kidding. I've uh, been dating her for a year and a half or or a little more. She's maybe shattered her phone four times. Why? Because she drops it constantly. I drop mine, too. I have a protective case over it, though. Yeah, she has a protective case, too. But she goes, you know, the problem with girls is, Jerry, they go for cases that look good. They don't necessarily protect good. Aha. So constantly shattered phones. So glitz and glamour, no protection. As Tommy would say, yes. Uh, Tommy, when he Tommy, uh, who worked with us, has a girlfriend now. But I heard when he would go out partying, he would look for girls that were quote in the mix, girls that were looking to get down. Jerry, if I may use some language from when you were growing up, you sound ridiculous. And he he said that he and his buddies would look for women with shattered iPhones. Why is that? Because it meant that they were probably the type. Of girl that would have a couple drinks, drop their phones. So if they have a couple drinks and they're clumsy dropping their phones, they'll probably talk to those two dummies. So you basically saying your girlfriend's a drunk? No, she just happens to drop her phone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It doesn't necessarily mean what Tommy thought it did mean. Well, I think Tommy was in the mix a lot. Being in the mix. How about him with a girlfriend? Yeah, it is weird. Like all watching all these people grow up around here. Me, Tommy, are you talking about the two of you, us? You, Tommy, Evan Roberts with a kid now. Brian right. Monzo with seven kids. Uh, McMahon got afford married. Seven kids. Jerry. I have no idea. I don't know. I he love has the seven guy children. Don't, well, five actually. He's Mike's producer. Yes, he has, he has five children. Five children. Yes. Hmm. I'd love to see his like uh, the accounting books. <laughs> Like, if I may take a look at his, may I say, may is that may I rude? See your checkbook, please. Is that rude to say, may I see your books? Yes, I would say that's it probably be? very rude. I wish it's we almost at a... as bad as how much do you make? Right. People, you know, that's nobody's business. That's not, not something like, that when they... did, By the way, when did that ever become a thing that it was like our right to know how much these the players get play, paid and the coaches get yeah. paid? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, did I know that when the 86 Mets were around? Did I know how much they were making? I don't know if we did. I remember when 
was it straw? Who became the first million dollar ball player? And they made it known, but I don't know that it was something like the team released it. I want to say the agent released it to make it known that their client was the first million dollar ball player. But I don't, mm. I, I don't know. Maybe these terms were released. I mean, Babe Ruth had issues with uh, was a Colonel Rupert back in the day when he wanted uh, he wanted big raises. You know, Ralph Kiner wanted a big raise from the Pirates, and the owner of the Pirates said, "Listen, came in last place with you doing what you did. We can come in last place without you. Get out." <laughs> And That's it, awesome. It was public how that the raise he wanted, but I don't know that we knew player to player how much everybody made. Now you just put a guy's name in and Sally, boom, there it is. That's what the Jets should have done with Fitzpatrick this year. Listen, we'll come in. We will gladly come in last place this coming year with you or without you. Yeah, I don't think that was their hope. Oh, that was they wanted. Yeah, I don't think they thought playoffs. Probably they, they did win ten games last year. Oh, I see. Yeah, that didn't go so well for them hmm. this year. And then here's another thing, Jerry, if I might stick with uh, Google and your phone. So we both love Google Maps. I do. And I don't need people tweeting to me about Waze. Hey, Dad, why don't you try Waze? Try Waze. It tells you when there's a raccoon on the side of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't want... The Waze, by the way, sucks your battery life yeah, it's and your, and your data. How Waze and Facebook going? Right. No. Google Maps is great, and Waze uses the Google Maps map, so it's... The best Google Maps. Anyway, they're going to help you avoid crowds on Black Friday. Did you know with the Google app and the Google Maps, like if you punch in, let's say you you, you need to go to, uh, say, Home Depot in your area. Yeah. And you wanted to punch in where it is. Where is their Home Depot? When you bring it up on the Google app, it'll tell you, it'll show you a bar graph. When's the most busy time? Yeah. At the uh, yep. Home Depot, and yep. when's a good time not to go? Yes. And what does the crowd look like now? I didn't know that. That's what it's doing now. It's telling you to do that for Black Friday. Well, makes see sense. when the places the way, will be crowded. The way they, they collect the the cell data. Yeah, cell they data. Can tell, and everybody's got one. They can tell how many people are in that store. Yeah, it's just the same exact way they basically calculate how traffic's going. They're following the signal of the phones on the highway. It's really remarkable. The technology is crazy. So that's kind of good. Are you going to use a black front? Now, I get no, the I'm sense not going you're the type of guy. Anywhere. Tell me if I've got this right. All I right. get the sense Thanksgiving ends for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a wonderful meal. Oh, it's terrific. Hopefully the Cowboys win. Yes. Maybe you watch a little bit of the Steelers' Colts. I will. And then you are the first one online at Coles at 10 no. p.m. to get in, and you're no. going to work. You're going to stay there all night with the deals. No. Every hour, they're going to announce big Black Friday deals, and you, oh, here, me, I got it. And you're going to bump the old lady over, and you're going to get that mattress nope. or that pillowcase, nope. and you're going to walk out like a champion. Pillowcase. Um, no, that will not be me. You'll I'm, get up at 4 a.m. and go? No, I just signed up for Amazon Prime because I plan on purchasing everything through there and not having to see any human beings. By the way, so I went to get it yesterday. The Prime? I don't, the, the, where's the $79 deal? It was a one-day one deal. Well, I'll bet you on Black Friday it's going to be $69. Nope. How do you know? How do you know? Because uh, they only discount it once or twice a year. That was the day. They only discount it once or twice a year. I'm better than you. You should use the (laughs) ways. Well, I got to get this now. And you're you're for sure, you're you're sure that the audio streaming comes with it. Yes. That's right, Jerry. Okay. Not just the video. I don't really give a damn about the video, to be quite honest with you. Okay. I can stream music with Amazon Prime. Correct. And I can ship anything free of charge. Well, most things. No, no. It has to have an Amazon Prime sign next to it. But you give almost anything you're looking for is on there. So if I want to shop at Toys R Us, 
I can't. Can I get that through Amazon? No, or you got to go, get the product no, through Amazon. No, you have to order through Amazon. So you have to whatever they have in Toys R Us, they have on Amazon. Hmm. Okay. You got the ways. You know that's coming too. <laughs> I gotta go do an update. Okay. This is where we pause it for a second. You're gonna. Oh, we're gonna pause this, but then we're, I'm gonna edit it so it sounds like it's. We didn't pause it at all. So I'm going to leave this, going to, gonna leave this part in, right? and then all of a sudden you'll be talking again, and the next time we hear your voice, Jerry, you'll be back from your update. All right, moving on, Al. Uh, so I know you had a couple of things with Google. So, That's yeah. So you did an update or you didn't do an update? Did you leave and well, come back you? and get this edited, or did you never leave? I thought you said you were going to edit all that crap out. Oh, definitely edited it out. All right, so start again and then take the edit out. Three, Three two, one. Three, two, one. All right, back, Al, and uh, I know we just did the Google Maps thing, which was interesting. I used that all weekend going to Providence. Right. What else you got, or are we done for the day? Set a reminder to edit this. Uh, Here's an interesting one, Jerry. This comes from Georgia. See if you think this is even possible. A man in Georgia claims he still doesn't know who won the presidential election. Well... He I mean, went to, he was invited to go to a party, an election party, where they were going to stay awake until a winner was announced. I mean, Nick Saban didn't even know it was election day. That's fair point. So why would some man in Georgia, some dope in Georgia well, have any idea what's going on? Maybe he lives in the woods somewhere he by does himself. Not, he does not live in the woods. He, he declined going to this party. Because he thought is so much tension in, around the election, it didn't seem like a good party atmosphere. When he woke up the next morning, he felt relieved that he didn't have any stress about this election. So he thought, you know what, I'm I'm not going to look at the results yet. And when he left his house, when he leaves his house, he puts on headphones and he wears a sign that says uh, that he doesn't know who won yet. Please don't tell me. I don't believe. I don't believe it at all. Like, don't you think some jackass would yell at him who won? Yeah, of course. There's, th- Although I would think people would also yell that Hillary won. As many people as are going to yell Trump won. So he could be very confused and he has right. no idea. I guess. He all could I know be is confused. the election was what now? 14 days ago? At least. Right? What is it? November 8th? What is today? Yeah. The 22nd? I mean, come on. There's no way he doesn't know. I don't buy that. He says people have been very respectful of his decision to not know. Yeah. I don't believe it. Not for a second. He says he does not have an exit plan as to how he's going to get out of this. And actually, get out of what? Just well, look at a newspaper. Well, he could do that, I suppose. Yeah, not much of a plan. Hmm. You plunk down 50 cents, go buy a newspaper. Right. And on, the, on the front page, there'll be something that says President-elect Trump, and you'll know. Well, if he listens to this, you just ruined it. I don't think he's listening to this. Oh. I mean, I know we have a lot of listeners. I don't think he's one of them. You don't think in Georgia think they're so. aware of this podcast? I could be wrong. Do you think there's one person in Georgia that is listening to this podcast? Like, they're in Georgia this right now. specific right now hearing this has listened to no, no. one of ours. The, right now, as this is coming through the speakers and the headsets of people, is there a person right now in Georgia that has this on? I'm going to say yes. Me too. And it's not that man. It's not this guy. No, it's be he does guy. have headphones on. He's got to be listening to it's something. Be some guy in Atlanta. What could he? He's got to be listening to like music then. This Keith guy. Irving. That's who you went to see this. Urban. Weekend. Keith Urban, sorry. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Maybe he listens to Keith Urban. Keith Urban, that's possible. I mean, that's right. I mean, I can't even think of like country artists. Uh, like if you had to name another one, what would you come up with? Hank Williams. He's that's so old. Is he? He's out now. Long gone. Uh, long out. <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. He's he no. He's not. See, he's, he's not. He used to do the Monday Night Football song. He's out. Right. Like Travis I, Tritt. 
Mm, you're getting closer, but he's old country now, too. Hmm. I'm not good at this. You have about like Tim McGraw. He's still oh, big. Oh, Doug McGraw's son. Yes, Kenny, I knew Tim McGraw. Kenny Chesney's very big. He's country? Oh, yeah. I thought he was smooth jazz. No. that You're thinking of Kenny G. Oh. He's right, smooth jazz. Although I'd love to see a Kenny G, Kenny Chesney show. And just do so, kind of ease into the night with some slow uh, bassoon music. And then right into some rock and country. Time out a second. Time out a second. Hold on. We've been doing this podcast for how long? A year and a half. Okay. Almost two years. Wow, almost two years. It's almost two years. Yes. I've known you for how long? A long time. Seven years or so. It's longer than that because I'm with the show in January eight years. So I've known you for almost ten now. Okay. In the ten years I've known you, you have never once uttered the word bassoon. Last week you did it in a masturbation story. Well, that was yesterday. <laughs> That's how your days are running together. That was yesterday. And now you reference a bassoon song. Yes. <laughs> you thought that conversation was last week? It was I did. 24 hours are ago. Are you sure? I don't think that was yesterday. Absolutely. No, it wasn't. Euphemisms that was for masturbation, yes. Something really? with the bassoon, yes. That was yesterday. All right, I would have said it was Thursday. Nope. Yesterday. All right. Well, even so, mm-hmm. <laughs> well to work it in. Nice yes. job. Um, I don't have any other stories. All right, I have one for you. Do you have anything? Yes. We talk about Amazon delivering with a drone, right? Yes. Like that's ever going to happen. We you hope see so. the story of a drone manufacturer in Washington State using a drone, stay with me here, to cook Thanksgiving dinner. The drone? The drone. How is that I'm going to assume you didn't see the story. I did not see that. So they actually post, you can go to YouTube and see this video. There's a chef using one of these drones, and what the drone does is the propellers are used, I'm not joking, to peel potatoes and slice vegetables. Okay. And then the drone's hook attachment is used to drop a big turkey into a deep fryer outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see a turkey flying overhead attached to a drone. And then what they do is they take the propellers off and they put in, um, they replace them with like egg beaters and it mixes the the potatoes. So a drone can now cook your Thanksgiving Day dinner. Better than me, perhaps. Well, you don't make Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, all you do is invite strangers to your house and watch football and you, you know, make instant stuffing and mashed potatoes and you have sliced turkey from Boar's Head. Will you be... Doing any of the preparation for Thanksgiving dinner? I don't even eat Thanksgiving oh, dinner. Oh, that's right. Why you're working. Do any preparing? You're working for the Cowboys. I have to work Thursday. Oh, okay. I'm just hoping not to eat Cheerios for dinner Thursday night. Right. And I have an early Rutgers game on Friday at 1 o'clock at the rack. So I have worked. I have a lot of work to do Who are Thursday. they playing? Uh, tomorrow night is Wednesday. They play North Texas. And then Friday they play Hartford. I see. And so, in between, the Cowboys play the Redskins. And I have the Cowboys and Redskins on Thursday afternoon. But... The silver lining for me is a normal weekend, Saturday and Sunday off. How you like that? How about that? I actually wish. There are so many days I sit there and say, I love what I do, and I've never once told you I feel like I work. I don't. But it would be nice to have every Saturday and Sunday off. Like, I don't know what that's like. It's not, it's um, I enjoy it. I mean, I have it in the summer. Mm-hmm. I have it for five months a year. The other seven months, I do not. Right. I would like to have that at some point. Okay. I don't think that's going to that happen anytime soon. That dream can come true, Jerry. Huh? I would do this. Ask Rutgers to play only on weekdays. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure I can make that happen, considering most of their schedule is on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, well, I don't think work. that's going to work. Hmm. But anyway, all right, this was great. All right, Jerry. Well, we have the warm-up show coming up next. Are we going to do uh, Thanksgiving tips tomorrow? Do you have any new ones? You're not going to run the same ones from 2000 and like. I don't even are recall you? if I did Thanksgiving tips. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. Didn't you? I don't remember. I did do an entire podcast about Thanksgiving uh, for Al's Boring Podcast. I honestly don't know how you get through 50 minutes. 59 minutes on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving I can see because that can go into a lot of different directions. But when you put out, did you put one, did you put out a a podcast of Hunts versus Heinz or something? That wasn't a full podcast. That was was a brand loyalty podcast. And we were discussing. How do you do an hour on brand loyalty (laughs) and expect anybody to actually listen to the whole thing? It was a good one. I would check it out if I were you people. An hour on brand loyalty, just under an hour. I see this Paul guy is starting to compete with me. I'm not happy about this. He is. He does not show his face, though. I know. People want him on the warm up, they want me out. Well, they, they no. Well, what they want is Paul in the warm up. If you're going to be out, and uh, they're not going to get a warm up. Oh, is that what you. that is? Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better about myself. But he uh, works a uh, regular job in New Jersey and cannot be here for that. Nor, Unseen Paul. Nor would Mark Chernoff be okay with me going. Yeah, my buddy Paul's going to come in <laughs> and do a few minutes. Right. Mark wouldn't even let me do the warm up by myself. He's not going to let Paul come in and replace right. me. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy. Okay. The warm up is next, and then uh, lots of good stuff in that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. So. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning, Al. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, today is Hungerthon 2016. We're going to have a lot on that in just a moment. Uh, first, though, the Monday night football game uh, last night was played in Mexico City. The Texans wound up losing to the Raiders 27-20, but I know something caught your eye beyond the actual game and the score. Yeah, they gave, like, the NFL, before the teams went there, in particular, I guess they warned the Texans all about, you know, players getting kidnapped and don't drink the water and don't eat the meat because it's loaded up with steroids. it could be, yes. They didn't warn them, though, Jerry, about the traveling Raider fans or the Mexico City version of the Raider fans, which instead of throwing uh, D batteries at players, which we've heard of in the past in the old Oakland uh, Coliseum, uh, these fans last night in Mexico City had uh, green lasers that they were shining on Brock Osweiler's face. <laughs> yeah, he actually had to uh, discuss this uh, after the game. Oh, yeah. I saw a green laser coming from the stands. Uh, there was a couple times it, it definitely hit me in the eye. Yeah, he said uh, kind of difficult to play oh. that way. Certainly having a, a laser, um, you know, zoomed in on your eyeball definitely affects how you play a game. I saw video. I saw still photos of just, it looked like laser tag. <laughs> it looked goofy at is the what stadium. it looked like. Khalil Mack, a reporter goes to Khalil Mack. He's on the Raiders and asked him about it. Did you notice the green laser that was shining on the field at times. Yeah, what was yeah. that? <laughs> Wait, what did you think about that? Yeah, that was kind of weird. I seen it. I thought I was in the twilight zone a few times. <laughs> yeah. This is so bizarre. At least you weren't kidnapped, though. <laughs> well, that's, you want to take a positive from yeah. it, I guess. The officiating last night was not good, too. Uh, I hear Boomer in the hallways uh, yeah, uh, before was... the show uh, saying that the um, Houston Texans were on the bad end of that. They were. I mean, you had, bad calls. you had a pass play to DeAndre Hopkins along the left side, and the officials blow it dead. And you don't really think anything of it. And then they showed uh, on the TV, they showed a a view from behind the play, and they show you with Hopkins running up the left sideline, and, boy, it doesn't look like his foot comes even close to the sideline. And Bill O'Brien, as you can imagine, was quite ticked off after the game. But, no, there was that. And then perhaps worse than that was late in the game, 
They've got a third and short, and it sure looks like they got the first down. They come in, they get a bad spot. It's fourth and inches, and it looks like they got the first down again. They mark them short. They review it, still short. They should have had a green laser on the field showing <laughs> where they needed to get to in order to get the first down or if DeAndre Hopkins' foot was in bounds. If there was just a green laser I suppose that they we could have focused on. Uh, you're aware of Ray Lewis, right? Yes. And who he is. So Ray Lewis, the him. former great Raven linebacker, came out and said Joe Flacco has to have more energy and he's got to look more light, you know, have more life to his play and all that. So he took a beating, did Ray Lewis, uh, for those comments. So how does he go about making things right did he apologize he goes to twitter to apologize and puts a video but what caught my ear and eye in this video is the background music take a listen i gotta say this man to man from my heart let me tell you something man i'm a raven for life but joe flacco what i was talking about my brother it wasn't even about you it wasn't even personal He's got, he's doing meditation. It's like dream music. Right. And he's sitting in the car and he puts this two minute video out and it's just weird because it's not about you. I got caught up in the moment, blah, 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 blah. And kind of in the end, he kind of made it about him, which you is know, pretty much expected. People put on this meditation music to drive. That's bad. That's a bad scene. Like you fall asleep. I go right, pass right out. I mean, you can't do it when you actually are sitting home and relaxed. You fall right I asleep. I go right to sleep. And that you meditation. Actually, right. And you have a point to what you're trying to do. That's not it, sleeping. So no. doing that, well, I, but I don't understand, like, Eddie listens to books on tape. I don't know how that doesn't put you to sleep. That sounds very boring. He's listening to, like, The Hobbit and Lord of the Flies. Nonsense. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> whatever that is. Flies. Although Lord of the, Lord flies. Of the flies. That's a yes, thing. that's a very good book. Right. That's very a good thing book. as well. And you wouldn't, would that be beyond you or below you to read or listen to Lord of the Flies? No, he's listened to Lord of the Flies 100%. I've read it. I have not uh, listened to it. Uh, we mentioned uh, when we started this, it is Hungerthon 2016. Annual Thanksgiving radio tradition started in 1975 by Why Hunger to raise awareness about hunger and poverty and to invest in long-term solutions that help people in need in communities across America. And we are part of this, and we'll do this all day here on The Fan. Here's some uh, auction items that will run during Boomer and Carton that you can bid on. At hungerthon.org. There's a Usher autographed Fender guitar. How about this one, Jerry? I could see you and your kids, you wanting to win this. Is um, this the ball boy one? No, this is uh, two tickets to the Rangers-Stars game at the Garden, and your kid gets to ride on the Zamboni. Awesome. That would be cool. Uh, The kid has to be 6 to 12 years old. You can't bring your, like, 45-year-old child. That's fair. That's all good. That's a good one. I would vote on that. I like the net one a lot. Uh, the net one that I think do you have some these these are the ones I'm just focusing on yeah, the yeah. ones that closed during Boomer and Craig. Yep. Uh, this one is a, a visit the set of NFL today where the booms is, which would be really cool. Yeah, you meet the hosts and you can watch the one o'clock games from the room where the booms watches. Watch him scream at so everything. Bart Scott and Gonzalez and JB and Boomer would be awesome. That's a great one. Here's one of my favorite ones: a visit the WFAN studios. And watch Boomer and Carton from the control room where you stare at me and Eddie. Yes. And then you meet Boomer and Craig during one of the breaks. You take photos. You can watch me scream at the callers (laughs) as I curse them out. And uh, normally only Eddie gets to see that. That's a very unique experience. Uh, Hungerthon.org if you want to bid on that. You're Ray Lewising this. You're making it about you. Oh, I see. (laughs) And uh, here's another one. Go behind the scenes at CBS Sports for March Madness. You go visit that whole thing. And that, see the chaos that goes on there. We're in the business, and I think for even us, Which that would be... Which business is that? 
the sports broadcasting oh, sports. business. Got it. I think even we would be interested in that. I would like that to see because that. Because that day is just crazy with all the games going on. you got 16 games going on at one time. Or I guess you'd have eight at one time. That would be a lot of fun just to see how that is put together and handled and how they, they deal with all that chaos. Which of these items, Jerry, would you most like to bid uh, The on? Zamboni. The Zamboni. Yeah, the Zamboni seems – there's two. And then later I'm sure we'll get to the net one too. The Nets have one where you can your, – your kid can be a ball boy. You get tickets. So – the net one and the Zamboni one, if you're a father, I think would be just awesome. And now, how about some of the highlights from the other parts of the day? Talk about a cure for hunger, having a dinner with Steve Summers. Yeah, that is, that <laughs> oh, is actually geez. an auction item. Which would be a lot of fun, because Steve is a fun guy. I would love to have dinner with Steve I'm Summers. Sure and you'll would. never be hungry again. What do you mean? Well, you know. He's disturbing to watch eat, is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you've worked with him. I've not. You can help end hunger in America. Donate now. Hungerthon.org to fight for the right to nutritious food for all. Hungerthon 2016. Al and I with more to do on the warm-up. And then Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, Boomer and Carton coming up in just a moment. Hungerthon 2016. This holiday season, don't just give thanks. Give back by donating at Hungerthon.org to help end hunger in America. If you're just getting up in Mexico City last night, Raiders did beat the Texans 27-20. And yes, Ryan Fitzpatrick starting quarter back for the Jets Sunday against the Patriots. Pepper Johnson spoke yesterday, Al, uh, quickly. You remember what happened with him last week where he had to meet the media and had nothing to say and had no interest in, in speaking to them? He said he was forced to do it, so Correct. here he is. Well, right. So the, he was asked yesterday as he goes to the media, why the change of heart? Why are you sitting down now with us? No change of heart. Just it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't, it's not much to say. Not much to say, and he added. I, I think it's all a waste of time. Uh but I have to come here, so I'm just fulfilling my obligation. That guy's got now, trouble breathing. Apparently. Now, Pepper Johnson was an assistant coach with the Patriots for uh, 13, 14 years. And when the Patriots played the Giants in the Super Bowl, I'm, oh, Pepper Johnson, let me go sit down and talk with him. And You get did? Some, yeah, feel, let me get some giant memories. He's now a coach on the Patriots and see what it was like. He's coaching against his former team. And I remember asking him the question, something like that, and he's like, no thoughts. I'm like, yeah, but. You used to play for the Giants. You're now coaching the Patriots. I don't, I don't care about the Giants anymore. I'm a Patriot. And he gave you nothing. But why did he come back out yesterday if he... Because he had to. I think the Jets pushed him to do it. Like because, you screwed up the last one? Yes. But you then he did the same thing. He did, but he wound up answering questions. But that was, I think, Samini asked him the question there. Why are you sitting here? Why the change of heart? Very honest with you. I'll answer the questions, but I think this is pointless. So at least very honest and open about it. But he just he gives you nothing. So anyway, is and he then, a heavy fella? Uh yeah, Pepper Johnson's a big guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he was a big guy when he played, and now he's a bigger guy in retirement. And then, of course, you had uh, Todd Bowles. We'll get into this throughout the morning, I'm sure, with Craig in about 90 seconds or so. They're a bunch of effing morons. Which oh, well, there's a preview <laughs> We're coming up. Dumbest organization in pro sports. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of figured this would be the take you would have. So Bryce Petty will not be the quarterback. It will be Ryan Fitzpatrick. The one quote Bowles said you got to earn your way. Basically, Fitzpatrick's injury is not going to have him lose the job. Petty didn't do enough to keep it. Hunger, Thon, and Boomer and Carton now on the fan.